It's the All 7 Days Podcast coming to you from the 1311 Studios here in Corinth, Mississippi. I'm Stan and that's Trevor. And we are here to answer your questions. You can send your questions in at askatall7days.com, 864-660-9473. You can leave a voicemail or text there or check us out on the All 7 Days Hangout on Facebook. Just two guys answering questions from the spiritual perspective of a couple of church members. Just having spiritual conversations. Yeah, just talking. Yeah, it's a lost art. It's a lost art. We should just text each other, and then we'll have the computer read it out loud. <laughs> that's what we're coming to. I'm afraid that's what we're coming oh, to. That would be awful. How about listening to a sermon like that in the computer voice? I just heard something. I think Twitter will now read you the tweets or, or something along those lines where you can voice. like. So now you have like audio tweets. That'll go over really well. Yeah. Well, you can, you can do text messages like that now, right? Mm-hmm. The iPhone has the voice text. Do you ever use that? I've used it a few times, but... I get some funky messages from people driving, and you're like, <laughs> what are you talking about? And they're like, sorry, I was driving. Like, just call me or yeah. wait. Yeah. There's been some times that I've tried thought about sending replying to a text or sending a text and realize... When I've gotten the second chapter written, <laughs> this is probably better <laughs> if I just call them. Right. You, know, you have that much to say. It's, it's Yeah, it's better to call. It's, you know, if it, and especially if it's important, right? Mm-hmm. If it's an important conversation you're having, just call. Just call. Just call. It is a lost art. It is. Conversation is a lost art, especially spiritual conversation, which yeah. is why we started this podcast. That's right. Because I, I can remember growing up, people come into the house from church and they would sit around and they would talk about spiritual matters mm-hmm. for the entire, well, not the entire evening, but you know, a good portion of the conversation was around that it just didn't happen anymore. No. Not in my, not in my experience. So this podcast exists to help you and encourage you, the listener to jump in there, yeah. have these conversations. Yeah, I mean, when you ask a question, we also then have to do research so it, that's you right know, it strengthens our uh i guess our faith and then our knowledge yeah. of the bible yeah we have to examine different aspects yeah and we might learn a few things that, and that's the whole point right? Right. To, is to learn and to uh and to grow our faith and to get better at, at having the conversations and solidifying what you believe right mm-hmm. we should always hold I don't. I want to say this wrong. I was about to say we should hold our beliefs loosely, but that's not true. We should hold tightly to what we believe, um, as as long as we're convinced of it, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, there's lots of conversations going around about what might tr- be true and what might not be true, and is there truth and that sort of thing. And um, it's really difficult to hold on to a belief um, if you haven't done your own research into it to find out what what is true and what's not and especially in biblical matters and i think a lot of people are just a little bit intimidated by trying to understand the bible and it's really not that difficult no i don't think except if you read revelations well (laughs) any that's me personally (laughs) that's true too i mean definitely if you just jumped in and read it without any kind of knowing any kind of background about it or anything like that yeah it'd be definitely difficult to understand that book But, but you know, you go to church as a kid and you're just taught to believe what you hear is the truth. But, I mean, you're going to, yeah. as you grow older and mature, you're going to have questions. Yeah. 
as you, might you question should. a few things as you should and so that's why these conversations are important yeah absolutely because you gain a different perspective and see hey maybe what i was thinking wasn't on point yep i know i've been off yeah. off the road uh, quite so, a few so i have a question for you then sure have you ha, have you had anyone who listens to this podcast come up and ask you a question about something we've talked about in face to face in person or email or text or anything like that? Anybody um, come up and said, not "Hey, in person." I know my buddy Mike who lives uh, down in Florida. Yeah, we've had a few conversations. Yeah, um, but now I know that stuff that we've talked about, mm-hmm. um, whether that be with Bradley or your son. Then when I'm sitting in church, I hear like biblical stories come up. Yeah. Like, I, I know about that because yeah. we've talked about it. Right. And so then I get to hear, you know, I might hear the same perspective and, or I hear something different. And so it's right. just a learning process. And I, I like yeah. that. Yeah. It's the whole purpose of why we're doing this. So have those conversations. Don't be afraid and don't be afraid to say, I don't know. Sometimes that's the best answer. I don't know, but let's go, let's go dig and find right. out. And I think that goes with, anything not just spiritual things yeah anything in life i mean right now we live in an age where uh fake news is popular <laughs> yeah. and so and people aren't willing to put in just a little bit of work to find the truth yeah and i think that goes you know with the bible with yeah. what what's being preached and the yeah stuff in the news how much more important is it to know about your eternity than it is about you know temporary virus right you know as long it feels like it's lasted forever <laughs> We're dragging this thing out. <laughs> that's another conversation that's true that's true uh so any good conversations lately mm. seen any good movies <laughs> how many other no. off-topic questions no. can i ask <laughs> not that i can think of well, I, I haven't watched a whole lot of TV. That was a dead end. I know, right? <laughs> how, how much less TV have you watched since the virus started? Well, when it first started, you know, I wanted to stay close to home. And yeah. So we spent a lot of time inside. And I yeah. think I just, I watched way too much TV. And yeah. now it's like, I want to be out and yeah. active. And yeah, it's summer break, but it's like, there's, there's so much other things that you can do yeah. instead of just sitting there. Here's what here's what we realized about ourselves. We watched a lot of sports, particularly Braves baseball. Mm-hmm. We are big Atlanta Braves fans. We like to watch Braves baseball, and it's not on, so our TV many days just doesn't come on. It and it's. It, I found out I'm okay with that. Yeah, <laughs> I miss sports, but yeah. um, when sports were on, I couldn't. I wouldn't sit through like a whole game. Yeah. I don't know. I, I really, if sports didn't come back on, I don't think I'd be. Uh, <laughs> I know, right? It's not I that. It's devastated. not that big a deal. And yeah. of course, and now the baseball season is going to start. They're going to play sixty games. Sixty. I thought it was like ten, and then they called it. No, nah. <laughs> they're going to play sixty games. <laughs> some crazy rules to get through the season, and then, so you know, I'm kind of looking forward to that. But then again, I'm thinking, I'm about to lose about, you know. 160 hours <laughs> know, right? of my life. So this morning, I just turned before Jameson woke up. I was having a cup of coffee, and I put on ESPN. I just listened to a couple guys talking about just sports stuff. Well, that show ended, 
and it went straight into the I think it was a Japanese baseball league. It's Korean. Korean. Korean baseball, okay. yeah. And what's funny is in the the stands are empty, but yeah. behind the catcher they have cutouts yeah. of like cartoon characters. Right. I think they're a SpongeBob. In yeah, the they, I've seen uh, I've seen some of these teams do that with like stuffed animals, and mm-hmm. <laughs> it's I'd rather awesome. see that than some of these people in the background that aren't even paying attention <laughs> to the game. And you know what else? If you've ever have you ever watched a Japanese baseball game, no. the fans <laughs> are just nuts. They're rowdy the whole time. They're yelling, they're screaming, and they're chanting, and they're blowing those little horns and. It's incredible yeah. the the cheers and stuff that the the fans do, and it's just a complete raucous in the stands from first pitch to last pitch. It's incredible, and uh, yeah, our 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 fans in the U.S. are much more sophisticated, I guess you'd say, and they get rowdy for playoffs and they get rowdy for right. a home run. But I mean, how much of that do you think is um, they try to control that? The, as far as like um, the stadium, you know, the, the teams try to control. You know, hey, let's not go overboard. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I, mm-hmm. I you don't gotta, know. You got to watch Major League Baseball. Remember seeing that movie? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was uh, yeah. Dennis Quaid. No, it was uh, Tom the, Selleck. But one of the Quaid brothers was a fan, and he was a diehard Indians fan. Okay. I think it was Major League Major League Two. Major League, where okay. Where the Indians just stunk, and he gave up on them, and then they finally made the playoffs, and he came back, and he led the crowd. And, there you oh, go. That was kind of fun. I don't know. We all need our cheerleaders. All yes. right. Well, should we answer a question? Let's do it. Let's do it. We're still in the New City Catechism. We're doing part one, question six. Let's take a quick break. This is the All Seven Days Podcast. Hey, pastors and church administrators, listen to this. All Seven Days is proud to be partnered with Faith Teams. Faith Teams is a web-based church management software with all the features your church needs and priced so that any church can afford it. It's packed with features including attendance tracking, kids check-in, volunteer scheduling, automated guest follow-up, contributions, online giving and text to give, built-in email and text messaging tools, and a whole lot more. Best of all, it's all in one single system at a price that makes sense. They have a free 14-day trial so you can try the entire system before you pay a dime. Keep it in pages $40 a month. That's right, $40 a month for every available feature. Go to all7days.com slash faithteams to learn more and use the links provided for your free 14-day trial. When you sign up, tell them All 7 Days sent you. Faith Teams, the easy and affordable church management software. Welcome back to the All 7 Days Podcast, where we take your questions and answer them from the perspective of a couple of church members just talking about spiritual matters. Uh, we got a uh, new city catechism. We're continuing with that. And um, what I've noticed is um, this is this has been a great conversation to have because it's building systematically our theology. Mm-hmm. We're learning about God and who He is. And today's question talks about how we are to glorify God. And that is the question. How can, how can we glorify God? The answer is uh, we glorify God by enjoying him, loving him, trusting him, and obeying his will, commands, and law. Deuteronomy 11.1 1 says, You shall therefore love the Lord your God and keep his charge, his statutes, his rules, and his commandments always. 
So there we go. There's what the catechism says. And, of course, the commentary is there as well from a dead guy and a live guy. And uh, so we kinda, I kind of broke this down. Uh, so how can we glorify God? There's several aspects to it. There's four I got. One is to enjoy him. Yeah. And uh, we kind of talked about this in the Westminster Catechism or the Westminster Confession. It says, what's the chief end of man? To enjoy God and, and enjoy, to enjoy God and, what was it? I can't remember. Um, to love God and enjoy him forever. Enjoy That's what it was. So, um, uh, so here we have, we're kind of getting into that same uh, teaching here. Enjoying God. What does it mean to enjoy anyone specifically god but well i mean what we talked about uh last podcast um about what did god create Mm -hmm. other than man yeah and we talked about everything that we see is made by god yeah um so not taking advantage of the things that he created okay i would i would think it would be one of them and you know enjoying what we have here on earth okay uh enjoying the opportunity to learn and worship God. Right. Um, I'm sure there's others, but I can't think of any. Yeah, I think it's head. I think it's just that. I mean, we we enjoy Him as a person, mm-hmm. just like our relationship. My relationship with you. I'll speak for myself. I won't speak for you, <laughs> but I enjoy our relationship. Yeah. I like it when you come to my house. I like it when we do these conversations. I like it. I like just hanging out with you. I enjoy you. Right. And um, and. Um, Hopefully that's reciprocated, but don't answer that question because it might not be, and I'll be embarrassed. <laughs> but uh, but that's the same with God. We, you know, we we have a relationship with Him, and the more we know about Him, the more we uh, learn about Him, the more we enjoy Him um, as our Father and as our as our you know as our guide, as as our Creator, even. And um, the more we learn about him, the more we enjoy him. Um, Psalm ninety-seven, twelve says, "Rejoice in the Lord, O you righteous, and give thanks to His holy name." So, this enjoyment of him is is not just requested; it's commanded. Right there is a command: rejoice in the Lord. Mm-hmm. We hear we read that statement so many times, and we think, "Well, that's a nice sentiment." It's not a sentiment; right. it is a command. Yeah. God <laughs> commands us to enjoy him, and I think that's interesting. Right. And it's not only rejoice, you know, in him when things are going your way or yeah. you're, you think you're getting something from him. Right. Um, you know, I, I do think God works uh, even negative things to be positive. Absolutely, he does. Absolutely, so, he does. I would think, you know, you know he's working those negative things out for good. So when something bad does happen. Yeah. You should know, hey, he's working this out yeah. for something good. The Bible says, um, count it all joy, my brothers, when you face trials of various kinds, mm-hmm. because we know that God is working out our perseverance in him. That's my paraphrase of that scripture. And I can't, I know Paul wrote it, but I mean, that's, yeah, that's basically uh, or was it James? I don't know. Pastor Bradley, help us out with that. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, um, when we face tough, tough times, we're to be joyous in that because we have something greater uh, that overarches even our trials mm-hmm. and our troubles. So, yeah, we enjoy God. Um, absolutely. The second thing that it tells us to do is to love God. Now, how is that different from enjoying him? Well, you wouldn't get married to a woman just because you enjoy having her around. 
You know, I enjoy that you hang out with me, but it's a deeper. <laughs> it's. I mean, okay, you go. No. But I would think it, you would need to have a deeper connection, a deeper, yes. uh, solid relationship. Mm-hmm. I can enjoy having some people around, but yeah. I don't want them around. All the time. Right. I might enjoy it for 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> right? Short attention span, but yeah, sure. But if I'm in love with someone, yeah. I want them around all the time. Right. You know, I love everything about that person. Right. You know, their flaws and their strengths. Yeah. And so I think it's a little different. It, a I, lot of I difference think that's a great, there. great analogy. Other than God doesn't have any flaws. We're right. the ones with the flaws, yet he loves us. Correct. And um, so, yeah, we, and it, it says, you know, we love him uh, uh, because he loved us first. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I, th- I think that's a great analogy. Um, Deuteronomy 6, 5 says, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. And, again, uh, a command. God is commanding. Mm-hmm. We re- rejoice in him. And that we love him. Yeah. And you talked uh, last podcast, um, you know, when he created Adam and he said, it's not good that he's alone. Mm-hmm. Meaning we need relationships. Right. And when you have good relationships, they're usually loving relationships. Yeah. So. Very true. I love you, man. I love you too, <laughs> All right, and the third, uh, the third one is we are to trust him. Yeah. All right, uh, Psalm thirty-seven three says, "Trust in the Lord and do good; dwell in the land and befriend faithfulness." Um, so, um, I think right here in that first phrase of that verse is the essence of salvation. Mm-hmm. Right. So, in order to please God, we have to have faith in Him. We have to trust Him. And that do good part to me is almost like saying, repent, Mm -hmm. stop doing the bad and start doing the good. That to me is repentance and faith and trust or a faith and repentance is the essence of salvation. That's what we have to do. Uh, Not that we're doing anything to earn any salvation, but our faith um, comes and then we repent and all that happens at the same time. Uh, we turn from our sin, we abhor our sin and not that we do it perfectly, but we trust the Lord and we try to do good. Yeah. So any, any other things you got on there for trusting God? Well, well I said earlier, um, you know, when bad things or negative things happen, that's the trust part. You trust that he's working things out right. in your favor yeah. or for good, not always in your favor. Yeah. It's not always going to work out for you. That's right. But he's not out there creating a uh, crap storm because he doesn't <laughs> like you. you know right. I mean? Right. He's, you have to trust that he's got a bigger plan for everything. Right. That's right. And uh, that plan is his glory. Mm-hmm. Right. Because uh, how easy is it to say, oh, God is great and God is good when everything's going right. Right. But when you're in the crap storm mm-hmm. and you can say God is great and God is good, even in the crap storm. Right. In those storms, that's where your faith's really tested. How many times can we say crap in this episode? Well, I almost said a different word, but I didn't. <laughs> so that's why I paused. I was like, what word can I use that's PG-ish? Thank you, Trevor. <laughs> this is a family show. <laughs> Keeping it PG. <laughs> 
right. Uh, so that's good. So we're, we're enjoying God. We're loving God. We're trusting God. It seems like we're building a relationship here even, right? Um, and then finally, uh, and this is the, probably the stickler, yeah. is we obey God. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't just say obey God. It says uh, in, the, in the answer, we, uh, um, we glorify God by obeying three things. His will, his uh, commands, and his law. So what's the difference in those three things? I don't know. Will, <laughs> commands, and law. Well, I'm gonna, well I think I'm going to try to break it down. Okay. I'm not going to pull any scriptures out of this, uh, but um, I just looked up some definitions. So someone's will is the, is the faculty by which a person decides on and initiates action. Mm-hmm. So this is basically um, what, uh, what someone's nature is. God's will is his nature. So he wills truth. Mm-hmm. Um, he wills, um, you know, his character is what pushes how he interacts with his people. And I think us obeying his will is a, us trying to align our will with his will. Mm-hmm. That's how we obey his will. Um, trying to be truthful people, trying to be honest people, trying to treat others better than ourselves. Right. Um, that's aligning with his will. But then he's got, it also says we obey his commands. And these are just uh, authoritative o- orders. Right. I think you gave us ten at one point. Well, but I'm sure there's more. There's plenty more, and I'm gonna get that's that. I think is the next one. That's the law. Okay. Okay. But commands are other things uh, that he's commanded to do. Um, love your neighbor as yourself is a is a command. Um, you know, it, it, it also, uh, there's the question, you know, who are, what are the great, what's the greatest command? And that's love your Lord, your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. Those are commands, but they're not, they're kind of about the law, but they're not the law. Okay. So then we get to the law. We have to obey the law too. And that's the system of rules that God put together. And we look at the 10 commandments at that point. Mm-hmm. That's that's the essence of the law, right? Okay. There was plenty more that uh, all that fleshed out, but there was the law. So honor your father and mother. Um, don't lie. Don't steal. Don't murder. Murder. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, don't commit adultery. Right. You know. Have no other gods before him. Mm, uh, yeah. So all the you know all the. Ten Commandments there, that's law. We're, we're to obey those too. You know, Jesus said, I did not come to uh, do away with the law, but I came to fulfill it. Mm. And what that means to me is he's not setting it aside, but he knew that we couldn't fulfill it, but he did. He kept it perfectly on our behalf. Mm-hmm. So the law doesn't go away. He just fulfilled it for us. But we still have to look at it and realize who we are and what he did for us. That in essence to me helps us to enjoy him because what have he did for us to love him, to trust him, to do for us what we can't do for ourselves. And then to try to 
align ourselves with his will, his commands, and his law. It all kind of flows together. So that's, that's kind of the essence of how we glorify God. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it, it's great that we, we get to look at this. And we're, we're going to start getting into more of the law as we go through the catechism. And uh, that's coming up pretty soon. We may start combining some of these questions, okay. uh, but I think we can. I think we we're going to get a great look at God as being just mm-hmm. and a judge very soon, which most people don't look at anymore. Right. <laughs> so, um, and I think it's quite necessary for us to have a complete understanding of who He is. Yes, I agree. So. Anyway, anything else you want to throw in there? Well, I just I love reading these uh, these notes from the dead guy and the alive guy. Yeah, <laughs> and so um, the alive guy, Brian Chapel, I guess. Yeah, Chapel. Uh, just something that stood out to me. Could be Chappelle. One of the one of, could be Chappelle, <laughs> Dave's brother. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, he wrote. It just said, so many times people think they're glorifying God because they're just kind of bowing their necks and doing the awful thing they hate because otherwise God is going to hurt them. Yeah. Or sometimes they do the things that they think God wants so they'll ha- that he'll give them more good stuff. Yeah. And that's kind of like that works. Like you don't do works to get things. And that that kind of stood out because I do, I do feel people that that's how they view glorifying yeah. God. Yeah. It. I mean, if you just think about that for just a minute, if you had a friend who just paid homage to you just to get stuff out of you, you would see through that in a heartbeat and you would not feel cherished by that friend. You would not feel honored by that friend at all, at all. Why do we think we can approach God that way? It just doesn't make any sense. And I think that's their unbelief in his, his power in well, his, in his, I mean, that's undermining God, really. I think. Yeah, you don't it, think that he could see through something like that. Exactly, and and that your whatever you're doing is meant to bribe him. Basically, right. it's a bribe. It really, what well, it is. The hypocrisy in churches, you know, people showing up front row, right, yeah, and then yeah. they go home and they do the complete opposite of yeah. what's taught. Yeah, so true. Good point. Good point. So yeah, I love the commentary. So, yeah. Yes, guys, definitely worth a read. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, cool. Anything else? No, I'm really enjoying all these. Yeah, these are these are a lot of fun. I'm really enjoying them, too. Uh, well, okay, so we'll wrap it up there. Thanks for listening today. And remember to get your questions in. Ask at all7days.com, 864-660-9473. Let us know about the podcast. Let us know how we're doing. Give us a five-star review if you can. If not. Tell us why, and we'll see if we can fix it. Uh, support us, all7days.com slash shop, or go to anchor.fm and become a monthly supporter. We'd appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Well, uh, we appreciate you again listening today. This is the All 7 Days podcast, where the goal is to get you to think so highly of God that you forget about yourself. Now, go give someone what you value most today.